Welcome, everyone, to a special episode of Dissect. I'm your host, Cole Kushna, and today we're here with Camden Ostrander, who was the co-writer this season for Igor. Uh, we're going to do a Tyler, the Creator song draft. Cam, how's it going? I'm good, Cole. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited for this. This is going to be very interesting. You have a, for it's an audio podcast, but... Oh, they don't get to see. Yeah, so Cam has the Igor blonde wig on right now with a massive brown beard coming out the bottom. It's perfect. I, this is just how Igor looked. This is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's amazing. Um, there's just going to be a screenshot on social media. So if you're interested to see Cam in the Igor wig, we go. check us out on social media. Well, thanks for joining. Of course, you've been on the show a bunch. I think people will know who you are. You've collaborated multiple seasons now. But uh, a couple couple housekeeping items before we get into the draft. We're going to finish up the listener submission. So last week we had the season finale, the scripted one. Uh, this is going to be more laid back, fun finale. And we have the remaining uh, listener submissions sharing their thoughts on Igor. Um, going to be coming after this song draft. We had a bunch of them. Thank you to everyone who took the time to, to do that. They're all very beautiful. I had to cut them in half because uh, we had so many this season. So the rest of those will be at the end of the episode. I also want to say we have uh, still have some Dissect merchandise from this season. If you're interested, go to dissectpodcast.com. Uh, they came out really good, super high quality stuff. The next series I just wanted to tease uh, is going to be coming out in a couple months. And the only hint that I'm going to give at the top here is that it is not an album. So we're going to be doing something different. Um, so get excited for that. I think that's it. So let's get into the draft rules. We were kind of thinking about formats, what we wanted to do to kind of have a fun end of the season conversation. And we came upon a song draft of Tyler's, basically his entire discography. And this is going to be essentially us kind of picking our favorite songs throughout his catalog in a format um, that we kind of had some fun with. Uh, we wanted to acknowledge uh, his entire discography. And so the way that we decided to do that was that we're each going to be forced to pick eight total songs. Six of those songs have to be one from each album. So we're going to be forced to choose at least one from each album. Then we're each going to get one pick that goes uh, that is selected from either, either his singles, his Lucy's, or a feature that he did. That's a combined category. And the last eighth category is a wild card. So that can be a second song from you know an album, a, another Lucy, a feature literally anything Tyler's touched is, you know, something that he produced is in that wild card spot. So yeah, this will give us a chance to just kind of talk through his discography somewhat casually, share our, our favorites, share our thoughts. And the the format we're going to do is a, a snake draft format. If it doesn't make sense, it will when we just get into it. It's pretty simple. But yeah, before we get into the draft proper, we got to cut to a quick ad break and we'll be right back with the draft. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. 
Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. All right, it's time for the Tyler, the Creator song draft. We're going through his entire discography. We're going eight rounds. Uh, Cam, you're the guest, the guest of honor. So I'm going to go ahead and give you first pick. Before we get to the first pick though, Is there any strategy? You got any strategy going on uh, with your selections? I have a little, I'm trying to weed out what you think. When I was thinking about this, I planned this out, but I also am curious. A couple of these albums, I'm cool with either of my picks. And personally, I'm more interested in what you think is better. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to, I'm like saving that. For instance, this first pick is not going to be off Igor because I want to make sure I make you pick it because I want to see what you say. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Um, yeah, and then I think I left a couple to the end. We'll see because I thought I I thought I might outsmart you, but mm. we'll find we'll we'll okay. find out. Okay. Um. Anyways, did you have a strategy going in? I thought it would have more of a strategy, but there's so many songs that I would be happy with picking from each album, mm. most of them, and the ones okay. that I'm like not don't care so much about are from his early projects. And like, well, I'll talk a lot about those later. We'll, we'll but get there. We'll get there. There's one song I really want. And there's only there's only one song that I really want, and I'll share that when I get to it if I get okay. it. So, okay, uh, I have a guess in my head. All right. Okay. Um. Okay. Can I go ahead with the first pick? Yeah. Can, first pick. Can get this thing started. All right. Yeah. First pick of the Tyler draft. I'm going to Flower Boy, and I'm oh. going with nine one one slash Mister Lonely. Oh, flower boy. I'm playing like Hasbro. I'm really sorry. Call me Auto. Crash the McLaren. Bought me a Tesla. I know you're sick of me talking about cars, but what the fuck else do you want? Uh, it's my favorite off the album. It is, it's Tyler's classic split track 10. It's got Tyler, Steve Lacey, Frank Ocean, all on one track. You have Frank Ocean yelling chirp, chirp. It's like, <laughs> it's perfect. Um, when Tyler talked about this in the flower boy conversation interview, like I loved the way he talked about this song. He's like, it's sad. He's trying to think about like, you know, when is anything enough? Which I think is a question Tyler's probably ramming up against right now but um like that's a very fascinating question it's a great like existential song i love it it's great live everybody else chirp chirp like i love this thing so that's what i wanted to pick with the first one just to make sure that i got that yeah that's that's a great strategy i know that's a fan favorite i the double the double songs on each album are very tempting because you get two in Mm. one Mm -hmm. for for something like this um i love this song it was actually third on my Flower Boy draft board, though. Oh, okay. I think I know what your one was, but yeah. So, but let's, before I get into that, because I love 911, Mr. Lonely, mm-hmm. and to your point, like live, it's one of the strongest songs live mm-hmm. um, from Flower Boy. It's that chirp, chirp moment is a top three yes. moment live, you know, yes. moment for Tyler's whole entire show. Um, do you have a favorite of the night? 911 or Mr. Lonely? I mean, I know they're kind of obviously the same. I, I, but. This, I guess the first half, I think. Yeah. I think yeah. I do like the first half. I also love like 
the way he talked about making this, he went through so many versions, but like the fact that the beat, do you remember the 2016 like golf fashion show when he had the Coke can oh, right. C yeah. and like, it's from that. And like, that was for like, well, I'm going to keep saying this over and over again, but like I've grown up with Tyler. That was like a big, I remember that, like watching that live, like that was so cool. So like to have that beat then become this, right? it's, it's special. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many anthems on Flower Boy more than a little, I think any yeah. other any other album because like Boredom, even See You Again. There's mm-hmm. obviously he was making like a very concerted effort to be more melodic and sing songy with Flower Boy and giving a lot of the parts away to better singers than he, you know, mm-hmm. uh, was at the time. Um, and so going through Flower Boy, especially after Igor, I just noticed how polished it was. Almost yeah. to like a fault, I think, where mm-hmm. Igor, is, he really coalesces the, the two, beautiful and ugly, which we talked about all season. Mm-hmm. Flower Boy is like all, almost all beautiful. And even the ugly songs, I feel like he made a concerted effort to make them more palpable, like not mainstream, but just, you but know, a little bit it easier is. to take it down. Like I got time or right. I ain't got time. Like that's, it's a, you know, it's a classic kind of aggressive Tyler song, but it's a little bit more tame than it if it were mm-hmm. on cherry bomb or something uh, and so a lot of the songs re- returning to flower boy after spending so much time with igor i was like man i miss i kind of miss the grit i want some text i want the grit. yeah i absolutely so, want the grit for sure yeah. it's, it's a, it was a cool exercise to go back to flower boy after igor just to to hear how it all coalesced with igor um okay so i'll share with my number one it is it was tough it was between boredom and this other song, but ultimately I gave it to Garden Shed. There we go. Garden Shed, Garden Shed, Garden Shed, Garden Shed for the Garden. That is why I was hiding. That was where love I was in. Ain't no reason to pretend. Garden Shed, Garden Shed, Garden Shed, Garden Shed. Garden Shed. Let's talk. Like, leave the lyrical subject matter to the side. Just mm, musically, okay. gorgeous. Like mm-hmm. one of my top moments is the modulation. You know, he's setting up this slow intro and then when the vocals kick in, there's this like beautiful modulation. We don't hear Tyler except for in the background, you know, until minutes into the song and it, you're not missing anything. Like it Mm -hmm. feels so progressive and, you know, like captures all, all the musical feelings that he wants to express emotionally. Like he so brilliant in that way. And then when he does come in and what he says, I feel like it's really important to just like, I guess like on a broader societal level that someone like Tyler is making a song like this. But I think yes, we've talked a lot about like freedom, you know, and mm-hmm. finding freedom. I feel like him having not him forcing himself to make this song and the mm. way that he executed it was, I think, at least from an observational music analyst kind of lens mm-hmm. feels really important to like him True. finding that freedom and being able to create Igor where he didn't have to focus on those, you know, he kind of freed himself of those burdens. And so he was just able to express himself without having to worry about that aspect of it so much on Igor. I don't know. It just feels really important in retrospect. I wish, I feel like the song doesn't get talked about enough. No, it doesn't. I don't like it had its moment, but now I don't know. I just feel it like it's still so important. It's but, a watershed, mo- garden shed moment. <laughs> you know, that's it is important. It's absolutely crucial. Yeah, yeah, and a pretty good dissect episode. Pretty, pretty good. 
Yeah, I yeah. can't remember what I said, but <laughs> I'm sure that I remember. Yeah, it was good. I remember I worked on it really hard. It was one yeah. of the hardest episodes. Just wanted to get it right, so I remember putting a lot mm-hmm. of thought and time into it. Um, so yeah, okay, Flower Boy, beautiful Sweet. record. I think it stands the test of time when I return to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's move on. I'm gonna go Igor. I knew I'm it. going okay. Igor. Yes. Have to go Igor. All right, let's see the actual real opinion. Let's hear it. Okay, the real opinion, and it's, this is one of the things I was like, is this what I think? Is this what Tyler thinks? Is this mm-hmm. what the consensus thinks? And then I mm-hmm. listened to the song. I thought about it live, and I said, this is the song. It's mm-hmm. New Magic Wand. You're right. This is correct. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, obviously t- most Tyler fans probably know um, this is his favorite song that he's ever made. And I think he's right. I think as a Tyler, the creator song, I think you can make an argument there's better. He has better songs. I think this is the best Tyler, the creator song, though. I think mm, okay. in terms of what he's trying to do, the art he's trying to make, mm-hmm. his goals, I think this is probably the most succinct, well-executed version of the thing he's been chasing his entire career yeah i think so so. yeah and it goes off live i think in this conversation i at least i think about i think about that aspect as a component in these in this exercise and hands down this was the best live moment of the call me if you get lost tour which you know is most recent Mm -hmm. tour which encompasses his entire discography this was it was different i don't know it was Mm -hmm. It just took the show to a new level. Um, it was it's actually one of my favorite moments of any live performance I've ever seen. Really, uh, was this song? He, yeah. he he knows it. He sets it up. He like everything builds to this like perfect moment. Everybody in the crowd knows this. It is crazy how it is a perfect culmination of everything he tried to do forever. Like when we like really think about like okay, he's been trying to get across these feelings. He's been trying to put the beautiful and the ugly together in the perfect way. The way that it's like, okay, he worked, he worked, he worked, he worked, he made this. It's it's crazy how beautifully it wraps everything up for Tyler. Yeah, because it's, I think if it was on Wolf or where whatever, like the beat. It would have been, yeah. He, like he's been doing that kind of beat forever, mm-hmm. you know, and he would have probably screamed, you know, he would have been, he would have done the bridge, the I, right. yeah. <laughs> Uh, where he does scream on the song a little bit, mm-hmm. but he builds to that moment rather than going hard the whole time. Right. And like, so, so it's just, yeah, again, the beautiful, ugly thing. It's like the song's super melodic despite having this really driving dissonant beat behind it. You know, the whole verses are like something like the whole crowd singing along live to the, mm-hmm. to over this crazy beat. And then it has the dance kind of breakdown. It's just like, and then it has like the, this classic weird everything drops out there's that siren sound it just has everything and but it doesn't feel all over the place like a lot of his older stuff so that's my pick uh i think it's the right pick what do you got did i steal it from you so that you did steal it from me that was the exact right pick i wanted to see if you were going to try to be contrarian or if you were going to try to like okay but anyways um my pick for igor is going to be earthquake I think that's the other classic option here. 
I also think I'd, I have not received enough angry DMs about the Playboy Cardi take that we had, but that is something that I believe in so strongly. <laughs> this Playboy Cardi playing the character of the love interest. Cardi's verse is incredible. Tyler, you like using Cardi in this way. Cardi's just public appearance on it. It's fantastic. The fact that he got them to thematically match everything he needed. It sounds perfect. I love this song so much. Yeah. Yeah. This is the one. This is the one. Yeah. The other, the other one. This is the other one. Yeah. It's very easy to be contrarian to not pick these songs in this, in this so, kind of yeah. exercise because, been, yeah. yeah. Because it is such an important part of his kind of ascension and him kind of taking himself to that next level. You do need songs like this. You know, you need right. the kind of more mass appeal. But the thing with all the Tyler's kind of quote unquote hits is that he's not sacrificing anything about himself to make them. Um, mm -hmm. Like the singing on Earthquake is kind of shitty. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is. It's like, but that's what kind of makes it that's, beautiful because it's vulnerable that, yeah. in that way, mm -hmm. and it is the rough draft that he just. It was the reference tracks that he he. Right. We we told the story. You know, he, he tried to give this to Bieber and, and Rihanna, and they passed, which is just a, a beautiful backstory. And I just love that he made his biggest song, his biggest hit. I guess it "See You Again" might be bigger too. I don't know whatever the bigger uh, song is. But I think Earthquake is better, bigger. I mean, I heard this song when I was eating chicken wings in like a a Bouchon or I, I don't know. I forgot the name of the the place, but it's like a chain restaurant. I heard right. it. I was like, oh, this is cool. Like Tyler's no, on. Yeah. Tyler. And it was Tyler like the, the next the next song was like Rihanna or whoever. Mm -hmm. Like I was like, oh shit, like Tyler's True. here. It does. So you need fit. those songs. Um, you need those songs to sell arenas, which is what he did mm -hmm. um, on Call Me If You Get Lost, you know, so... It's, I just, I just, it's a, to me, it's like a celebratory moment for him to have that song on a classic album. Um, to have it's that cool that this song. is going to be a song that like people will use this as an entryway into Tyler. Right. Like 20 years from now, people will like, will they hear this old song? They'll be like, oh my God, that song is cool. What else did that person make? Right. Then this whole other world will be opened up to these people. Like that's, I think, really cool that, that this is an entryway is really neat. And the fact yeah. that Cardi's on it too. Like, yeah, play with Cardi, the best. Yes. <laughs> like to have the mind to put Cardi in this otherwise kind of poppy, sweet sounding song over the, like the, that contrast of like his voice over the piano is just amazing. Give me a whole album of Cardi over piano, just solo piano. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> yes, that'd be awesome. Because one of his biggest songs samples Bach, doesn't it? Um, the Which organ one? one? The organ yeah. one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like give He's, me give me the classical card. Whole lot of red season when <laughs> Cole. When are we doing it? I'm on people. They want it. Okay. <laughs> okay. New Magic One Earthquake from Igor. New Magic One Earthquake. Man, there was so many songs. I have like three other songs written down. What else did you write down? I wrote down Igor's theme. Yep. I wrote okay. down Running Out of Time, which was a song that. Mm after the dissection of that it one grew, yeah. was like, okay, this is a top three song for me now on Igor. Beautiful song. So mm -hmm. gorgeous. And then I also had Gone Gone Thank You. Um, so we'll see if I use my wild card for any of those. But yeah, I could have used an, Are We Still Friends is like perfect. So mm -hmm. I could have easily picked that one too. Um, all right. So it is back to me. Whoa, 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 whoa. 
What? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, it's back to you. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, it's you. back it's to you. me. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> what? Watch right, yourself. Yeah. Watch Here yourself. It's a snake draft. <laughs> Don't be Try a snake. S- yeah. All right. Um, okay, third round. Now I'm thinking about how to block you off from something. Okay, yeah. All right, I'm going to go. Okay, so I'm going to go with something that I just realized literally this morning. So this is what I'm going to push it up to the third just because I think it matches now what I just had to do. Okay. So on Earthquake, Tyler did something amazing. And on this next song, which is off Call Me If You Get Lost, he did almost perhaps the exact same thing. And that's What's Your Name? Featuring Tyler Sign and Young Boy. What's your name, girlfriend? What's your name? Yeah. What is your name? What do you bring? Yeah. I think that I got what you need and I'm willing to do anything. He did Earthquake again. Like... If this makes sense, he made the song, he like titled the song with the weird way he says a word or a phrase. He put in the artist on the pop set song in like a way that we maybe didn't expect, but that works perfectly. Yeah. Young Boy's verse is one of the best things my ears have heard. Like <laughs> the texture on his vocal yeah. is incredible. And like Young Boy is so good, but to get kind of um, highlighted in this way is really nice. Yeah. The, the cadence that he's using is incredible. Like the, the just the texture of the vocal, and Tyler knew how perfect it sounded. Um, All you look malnourished is a crazy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> good opening line. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's perfect from Tyler. Love it. So that's like just iconic. The music video is great, right? Because it kind of really gave us, I think, the world of "Call Me If You Get Lost." Yeah. Um, when I look at the album, this is the one that I think will probably last. This is the song off the album that I think will last the most. Um, and I just wanted to make sure I picked it and not you. So there. <laughs> That's a great pick. And the, I mean, I think the, the, the young boy and the, the Cardi, like, yeah, we try to highlight this in the season, but Tyler's ear and skill as a producer, mm-hmm. not just a singer songwriter, not just a composer, not just an arranger, not just mm-hmm. a rapper, like just as a producer, as its own category. Like th- to to have the mind to say, yeah, I want Young Boy on this song. Yeah, I want Cardi on this song. And he he's, he does this his entire career, but he right. seems like he's getting better at it. This is like yay level ear of like, no, we've never heard this artist on a song like this. But In watch this how it works. Watch how it brings something out of it. Watch how mm-hmm. this person will get new fans because they'll hear this artist in this light. Mm-hmm. Understand that person a little bit better. Or create that entry point to discover they're like, oh, Tyler's actually his ears to the ground. He's he's listening to Young Boy. He's listening to to Doug. Like all these mm-hmm. kind of more underground artists, or at least not kind Young of Young Boy's like, not you know, underground. What are you talking about? This no, is I the mean, like, artist on the planet. And in terms of like the lane, <laughs> I know like, what you mean. the lanes, like a Tyler right. fan's probably not going to be into Young Boy. Or, or right, I, I think that's I changing. But you know, it's what changing. Mean? But I get exactly what you mean. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. It's just. Just using artists in unpredictable ways, using in, in the same way that he uses instruments in unpredictable mm-hmm. ways, which I think hopefully we highlighted throughout the Igor season was like just that ear, I think, is mm-hmm. something he's not getting enough credit for. I think that's changing as his entire perception changes, uh, as he kind of has created this. I don't know. Feels like he's like in a third era somehow, um, already <laughs> in terms of just like artistic career. Okay. Like from the young, odd future Tyler to the solo, still like maturing Tyler to the, the Tyler we know now. Okay. Um, I feel There's like we've already experienced three 
big phases and he's only like 30 or whatever he is now 30 something um anyways so man okay i'm still torn between my two call me if you get lost picks and that was not one of them oh that wasn't oh okay damn i love that that song i love that song but okay so i'm gonna have to make my decision on the fly oh man it's hard because like the moment that's there's a live moment that sticks out in my mind that i feel like is influencing but there's a song. I'm just gonna go with the song I like. I think maybe okay. the most, which is Massa. Yeah, when I turned 23, that's when puberty finally hit me. My facial hair started growing, my clothes and they really fit me. That caterpillar. Was it was between this and Sweet. I thought you wanted to dance. Um, I ultimately think Massa is, at least in my opinion, a. Oh, I don't know. I won't say it, it's a better song. I just personally like this song better. Mm. Um, I love the beat. I love the kind of the, the kind of grimy. I love Tyler over the grimy beat stuff. Um, but I just love how he kind of told his whole story in one song, mm. um, starting from the beginning, taking him through like all his phases musically, um, encompassing it in like this larger black experience with the, the song title and the the hook. Um, I don't know. I just think it's like a. It's the Tyler's always been great at telling stories, but he kind of rarely tells his own story in a, I don't know, in the way that this one song encompasses his entire career and kind mm-hmm. of takes us through his thoughts um, as he progressed uh, musically and as a as a person. Um, I love how it's all builds to this really climactic, almost like in a Kendrick way, where he starts out really cool cadence and mm-hmm. uh, you know underspoken. And then builds to like he's yelling at the end of the song, but it really works in terms of like the emotional arc of the song. Um, production wise, there's just it's like okay, there's this grimy, almost like East Coast sounding beat, but then he's like orchestrating. There's all these like cool synth textures and like the classic Tyler orchestral ear, like that mm-hmm. is just juxtaposing this grimy beat with these beautiful like orchestrated synths and stuff. So it just has everything that I, I like from Tyler. And I think I just like the storytelling of it. Gotcha. Um, so that makes sense. I didn't, I did not expect that one. I would have thought run it up. I would, oh, really? I would have thought the, the concert closer. That's what I would have thought. See, I, if there was I like one. that song. It's, and I know it's a lot of people's favorite, but it's, um, it's not one that I've personally gravitated to as a, as a super standout track. I know people really like that song though. And it does work a lot live. Like it, mm-hmm. it really worked. Gotcha. Um, but sweet, I thought you. I thought you. Did, I don't know why I always confuse this sweet, title. I thought you wanted like, to dance. <laughs> um, I thought you wanted to just dance. like live. Um, it's nice. He, he was on the boat. Everyone was yeah. like, he, like, maybe it's just like how I know he loves that song, and so yeah. like when you see someone enjoying themselves so much, it's almost like that you you can't help. And the but, boat like, was really cool. He was yeah. so happy in the boat yeah, with people. Everyone was, singing yeah. the song that. I know he loves so much. I don't know. It's just such a cool moment. I think that it swayed my perception. That makes sense. Anyways, um, okay, so it is my choice. Yeah, fourth, fourth round, your choice. We've already hit the big albums. We hit We've, the the big we hit three. The most recent three. Not yeah, the big three. What? What? It's the big three. It's the oh, come clear on. big Stop three. It. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna let you bring up some of the old albums. I'm gonna go. Okay, go ahead. I'm going Lucy here. Okay. One of my favorite parts about this exercise was going through all the Lucy's again 
the ones that are on Spotify, the ones that are on YouTube only. There's there's some that are on YouTube that aren't on the streaming services, um, mm-hmm. I think, as a sample of stuff. But um, just some really cool one-off songs that I some of them I forgot about. Um, I'll give his honorable mention, Best Interest. Somehow this is like one of his... Best Interest is one of his biggest songs, streaming Re- numbers-wise. Streaming numbers-wise? It is up there with like... I bet some you it's of just his in some al- playlists. <laughs> it's I don't good. Know. It's really good. It's a really good song, but if you look at the streaming um, numbers, it's thinking. actually crazy. Uh, yeah. Let me pull them up right now. It's fifth on Spotify right now. Really? It has more this streams one? than like, <laughs> has more streams than What's Your Name? Really? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Yeah, it has more okay. streams than It's a very she? good song with a very cool sample. Yeah. Why is it that hot? Okay. Anyways, um, <laughs> shout out to Potato Salad, but ultimately, mm. ultimately, I picked Okra. Check my bankroll, AO400, K4 vehicle, paint job look like ash. Very good. So, Okra, I remember when it dropped. I remember, I love Tyler just rapping, mm-hmm. uh, especially after Flower Boy and, and Igor. Like you could tell part of the, at least from the outside, it seemed like part of his thinking dropping some of the Lucy's, which were a lot of them were very rap centric was like, we didn't get to hear him rapping a lot on those albums. So it just felt like a cool treat to have these like one-off songs where he's just Mm. rapping really, really well and kind of figuring out how to rap again, teaching himself how to rap again, which he's said in multiple interviews that he did during this period. Um, But Okra just has like a really, really cool beat. He does the what is the now classic Tyler where you have this really aggressive beat, but then he's just rapping really, really understated and cool. Mm-hmm. The first verse on um on the song is like this real I haven't figured out exactly what the rhythmic cadence is, but he's like super offbeat the entire time. He's like rapping like in and out mm-hmm. of the beat in this really, really cool way. It's just in a, in a way that you would just never expect on a beat like this. And each each of his three verses have a different cadence, a different like flow pattern. So if you're thinking about it as him like trying to like figure out mm. how to rap again, it's like it's very experimental in his flows. He just has it's like really really cool um, just one liners throughout the whole thing with like references that I appreciate. At one point, he says, "Golden voice on payroll, neck all gold like Ko Corp." Ko Corp is like a skateboarding okay. distribution. They had DGK. They had a bunch of like, uh, a bunch of like skateboarding brands underneath them. And one of the gold wheels is one of their brands. So he says, neck all gold, like KO Corp, which is just such, such an obscure reference, especially now. He appealed to your skate rat self. And it's like, That's yeah, I'm like, t- like we have a modern rapper rapping these obscure skateboarding rap. Like, how cool is that? Um, and then it has the classic line, tell Tim, Tim Chalamet to come get me skin glowing, mm. clear of acne, just like a classic line. Um, <laughs> so I'm going gotcha. okra for my Lucy pick. That's also, that was the ad for the, the very underrated metallic LaFleur's, mm. if I remember right, right? That's, yeah. I, I can't that's, remember. Yeah. That's a good video. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. So now I thought this is in a category where I thought I was going to outsmart you. Cool. Okay. Because I think I might be cheating a bit. Okay. The Lucy for that I think is is perhaps one of the greatest Tyler cultural moments. I think one of the most important is the Funkmaster Flex freestyle 
from 2019. Flexing emoji. No, there was no emoji. I ain't sending emoji. Wait a minute. Not flex. Why are you lying? Oh yeah, great choice. I I thought about it. That is this a great is, choice. I, I thought about moment. it though. <laughs> this is one of look in the 21st in the in the age of YouTube, we've been treated to so many of these rappers at a New York radio station video right. interview put on YouTube that we all talk about for like a week or whatever. This is one of the most important ones. This is up there with Gambino and Kanye at the Breakfast Club. Like this is one of the most important ones. This interview that Tyler did with Funkmaster Flex. The way he brave, was so brave. Like I don't know, Tyler knows how brave he was to go up in there to be so honest and for Flex to also be so brave and so yeah. honest and for them yeah. to discuss the way they did for Tyler to just like shoot at toxic masculinity in the way that he did throughout the whole thing, right? And to like break down a bunch of like preconceptions or to like force flex to like deal with things and try and like test him. It is the best version of early Tyler interviews. We talk mm. about like he made his early songs into like into New Magic Wand, right? His early interviews, he refined, refined, refined his interview presence until this right. Funk Master Flex interview. This is like this is the best Tyler has been in the public sphere. This is like the most proud I've been to like care about his work mm. was this, was this interview moment. And the freestyle is also brave because Tyler does not freestyle ever like in any interviews, but then he, he does this one and he pauses and he's bad and he <laughs> lets you in on the creative process. And he's so real and authentic in that way. And he makes like, like when Flex says, what made you decide to go with that verse? <laughs> like that is, that's one of the best radio moments that I can think of. And, and then we, Flex texted me emojis and then Flex is like, no, I didn't. No, I didn't use emojis. <laughs> like Tyler is revealing so much. We've let the, ah, oh, this freestyle in this interview is one of my favorite Tyler things. I think it's so important. I think the freestyle is my favorite Lucy. I needed us to talk about it, at least reference it. Like, oh, yeah. I, lo I can watch this all the time. Yeah, I agree. This is my, it's this a, my favorite it, thing to revisit. Yeah, warning anyone that goes and looks it up, you'll sit there for the, the full hour and whatever it is because it's such a compelling The interview's dynamic. almost two hours long and it's so <laughs> good. Yeah, it's hard to put, turn it off once you, you get in you there. But yeah, it's, and credit to Flex too for just mm. like, because I thought it worked only because he was so open. Like he felt yeah. like more open than you thought he would be. Mm -hmm. He was but way he still more. Himself. Yeah. That's the beautiful thing. They're both kind of being themselves, both testing the waters, both understood the dynamic completely. Mm -hmm. They had the history of like Flex kind of talking crap about Tyler and Tyler obviously like not really trying to be a part of that world so much. Mm -hmm. But also Tyler knowing his shit. And yes. I think like a lot of people, especially in that more like hip hop centric, like historical world, like Flex mm -hmm. is a part of, don't, don't really understand that about Tyler or didn't uh, mm -hmm. and kind of just assumed he Absolutely. was, you know, and, and Tyler really knowing his history, uh, I think surprises a lot of people. And I think that was kind of part of this whole, that the whole interview was just mm -hmm. Flex really understanding like Tyler's intellect. Yeah. And I think a lot of people on, in the public sphere really, especially recently, but like, you know, Tyler has obviously like literally been blossoming in front of us and like 
and his interviews are some of the best on the internet now because mm -hmm. of how insightful he is, but also how free he is and just doing what he's always been, which is like being himself, but he's such a more refined version of that um, and has so many insights now uh, mm -hmm. and has become very articulate um, and al allows himself to show that side, which he probably right. always had, but kind of mm -hmm. also had this public persona that he was doing. So the whole thing's beautiful. Yeah, it does represent, I feel like, so much of Tyler's journey. It's the new magic name. wand of his interviews. Like, right. this is what it is, in yeah. my mind. I think that that parallel works. Like, I think that's what it, we've seen here. And it's just cool. It's just cool. Like, both of them played it perfectly. And I, because mm -hmm. I don't think that, I don't think Flex gives that interview 10 years ago. No. In the same not. way. I think he would have been probably way more defensive mm -hmm. um, or antagonistic or whatever. Like, I just imagine it going way differently if it were earlier. So it's just the timing of it was perfect. They're both calling each other out. Like they're both so smart yeah. and so good at knowing what the other person is doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like to see the, oh, it's two great minds. And I they're kind it. of flirt. Like I know Tyler they was are. Like, they flirting, are flirting. But He's Flex flirting. flirts it's back. It's real. Flex flirts back. Yeah. Yes. It's like a, it's a, it's a cool little bromance thing. It but is yeah. real. Yeah. I'm glad you brought it up. That's a great choice. That's, that's um, the Lucy. Yeah. There's so many though. You posted the, today on the, Twitter. The, um, uh, mm, the Lucy okay. might be my backup okay, pick okay, at the okay. end. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. All right. Um, yeah. All right. So that, so we're going to take a quick, quick break and then we're going to come back with the second half of the draft, which is all, all his early albums. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, Restrictions all apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Pondering the Bagel with Tom. Oh, the paradox of the bagel. Tis crunchy yet soft. Tis filling yet has a hole. Tis a vehicle for spreads, but only travels from toaster to plate. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. All right, we are back. Round five. Cam, what do you got? I, I'm very excited and proud to be the one who gets to begin us on our old Tyler journey. <laughs> as a certified kid who grew up in the odd future era yeah this is this is very wonderful for me uh, i would like to begin the old tyler era <laughs> you, you look like a you look like a uh 
the uh, one of the founding fathers right now. You have the, the blonde wig on. Bro, my eagle just, wig <laughs> is messed up. It's so old. All right. <laughs> it does not have the perfect Andy Warhol shape yeah. anymore. Or yeah, okay. So, anyways, I'm gonna go to. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go earlier. I'm gonna go to the earliest I can. Okay. I'm gonna go with she featuring Frank Ocean off Goblin. This is the one off the album, off Goblin. This was the introduction to. This was not my introduction to Tyler. Uh, I believe we're probably about to talk about that in a moment, but um, she was. T- Early Tyler, 2011 Tyler, I was in like ninth grade. And you have to understand that I had to like hide the fact that I was listening to him from my parents. Like that's the type of dynamic <laughs> yeah. that I had with Tyler. Like that that's the artist he was. So she, which has this music video, which has him and Frank Ocean, and it's like a bunch of terrible things happening. But then at the end, it's all like a fake sitcom. was riveting. I watched this music video on repeat. Like imagine little ninth grade Cam watching this music video and be like, oh my God, Tyler is so cool. Yeah. Frank is so cool. Like this is, they're so great. They're geniuses. I thought they were so smart. Like, and the song was beautiful, I thought. Um, so it's just like a very special thing to like look back at. And I think it's still a good song. And I think Tyler himself, when he was like reviewing Goblin, he included this in his list of like the songs that still stand. Um, yeah, I like She. That, one, that one's my favorite off Goblin, which I, and I want to make sure we went back there. Yeah, that's what I Yeah. That okay, the yeah, I, I agree. She's I think clearly the best song on yes. on Goblin. Yeah. Uh it holds up. Everything holds up except for the lyrics. A little <laughs> like, bit of lyrics. A couple of the lyrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the whole premise is, is <laughs> but whatever. It's, t- it's fine. It's, I'm not gonna I'm not I'm not here to criticize early Tyler. He's talked about his pet like you know yeah. what I mean. But Goblin's like, out I, now, buy it. That's what he said <laughs> in Funk Master Flex. Goblin out now, buy it. <laughs> um yeah, but yeah, I think probably of all the beats on on Goblin, it shows like where he was going because mm. um, mm-hmm. that's really nice chords, nice beat. Like production wise, it was, I think it's one of the stronger ones on there, if not the strongest. Mm-hmm. I think for, I think Frank makes a song. I don't think without Frank, without his hook, true. without that's like, true. I think it. I don't think it. We're talking about it today. Um, so it's a. I think it's yeah. It's the one that stands. Oh. I'm just let me just go and we'll talk about these what movies simultaneously. Pick? I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Yonkers. Here we go. I'm a fucking walking paradox. No, I'm not. Threesomes with a fucking triceratops. Reptar rapping as I'm mocking death rocks. All right, it's here we are. it's one of those picks that oh I don't want to pick it. It's fucking Yonkers. Like it's, it's clearly Yonkers. Yonkers. It's like it was a moment. Yonkers. We take, Yonkers. We, we take it for granted. Sick of talking now. You know, like it's it's you know the mm-hmm. video. Everyone knows that story. Everyone mm-hmm. remembers that was his introduction. But the song holds up to me. I know mm-hmm. like Tyler himself maybe doesn't like him the more. It's, it's kind of the classic, like, I want to transcend my past and I'm kind mm-hmm. of stuck to this song, so I'm going to distance myself from it. But he is kind of, seems like he's more open to playing it somewhat now. But it's Yonkers. I actually, I still enjoy listening to Yonkers. I was listening into it today. The beat's cool, like mm-hmm. for... For what it is, the New York uh, beat, yeah, yeah, and it's like his rapping. I think is good. Um, obviously, the lyrics are what they are, but it's. I think it's a good song. I think like it captures early tire well. It's it's 
it's a song that's part of music history. You know, it's yeah. one of the songs yes. that's in the lexicon now. It's entered. It's not going away ever. It'll should be written about um, mm-hmm. for years to come. It, yeah, it's it says it's it's a great representation of an era. You know, um, sure. it's a it's a song that we can kind of center around to represent. Yeah, that that early 2010s um, era of music. I think it's a cool bridge moment between what would become a kind of a different version of hip hop mm-hmm. and Tyler kind of being one of the people that lead that charge. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know. It, it's, it, it, this is a defining moment in my musical life. Cole, you have to understand yes, you have to understand. Yeah. That what Kanye like posted about this the next day, a kid showed me this in class. You understand mm. how real and authentic that moment, like think about yourself right. when you're in like high school and like a friend shows you something and it like, blows your mind and it's like real and it's so new and so different and transgressive and it's like wow like that moment really opened up a big thing for me like that tyler moment that's that's valuable like that's invaluable that that's a turning point like and i'm sure that so many people share that because that music video because the like the song is a real moment that is so rare to find these days yeah um so yeah, Yonkers is Tyler, Tyler. I don't know. Tyler got lucky. Tyler did it right. I don't know how we perceive it, but that's an it's all it's all the things at once, which is what makes those moments. It's mm-hmm. it's all the stars aligning um, in a perfect way. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah it's, it's 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 a music history moment for sure. Um, yeah. I I think I, our our experience is different. I've I've said yeah, this on this multiple is, podcasts. Yeah. This was exactly the time that I was going to college and in my classical bubble and um i missed i mean this was obviously yonkers was a moment that i saw and you Mm -hmm. know but i wasn't attached to it one by just because i was a little bit older if i was in high school i know i would be exactly like you Uh, like exactly like you what he's burn (laughs) burn school what what huh yeah (laughs) this is awesome that's how it was like that yeah yeah yeah. that's how it felt Yeah. yeah and it's so cool to see like and people like you like grow up with him and change mm-hmm. with him in a similar, mm-hmm. I think in a similar way. It's one of my favorite, like the culture he's cultivated through his growth, through being like an icon for so many of us has been very nice. Yeah. We're very lucky. Yeah. I mean, I think we've said this before, but nine times out of 10, 99 times out of a hundred, a Tyler, the creator is a one hit wonder with Yonkers. Mm-hmm. It's a mm-hmm. moment that we remember, that we will always remember in music history that oftentimes will just disintegrate. Oh, Tyler, remember him? He was that mm. crazy goofball. He had that young, he, he, he ate that cockroach, you know, in that video. Mm-hmm. Remember that? And it's on like MTV. Do you remember when, you know, right. those shows? But to have him transcend all that, it's kind of like Bo, I've been thinking about him with Bo Burnham as mm. we were like working on the finale episode mm-hmm. and all the parallels of Bo kind of doing similar things in a different lane uh, and then transcending his past in a really inspiring way and people that are were attached to that early version being able to, to take that journey alongside. Right. I think it's really important, you know? Like, it's just really cool to, to continue to see Tyler grow and have his, like, at least some of his following do the same thing alongside him. It's really cool. Um, all right, so it is... Six, round six. My turn. And your turn. I'm going to go 
Let's go Wolf because okay, I want. Yes. There's only really one song that I want from Wolf, and I know oh. you're gonna have. I, I know you're gonna probably have a lot okay, more yeah. to say on Wolf because I know you you love this album. But I'm gonna go 48. Forty-eight. It's just a good song. It's like mm-hmm. great hook, really, really solid rapping, really, really great beat. Um, musically, I thought like it's something that's not far off from like what could be on Flower Boy, um, just in terms of the musicality of the song. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Wolf was a big step forward from Goblin and showed a lot of Tyler's promise uh, musically. Uh, the beat, I think just the production from Goblin to Wolf is night and day. Um, mm-hmm. And he really, I think, yeah, took a big step forward. 48 is just, I really, really just enjoy it as a song. But also the conceptually, like, you know, obviously like a lot of the early Tyler lyrics are just like, I, it's a big barrier for me personally. Mm-hmm. Like I can't re-listen to a lot of these early albums because I'm just, there's nothing lyrically that I'm attached to at all. Mm-hmm. Um but 48, I think the song's concept is really cool. He's rapping from the perspective of a crack dealer who feels guilt that he's like tearing down his community and benefiting from that. Mm-hmm. And so just him having kind of forced into that concept like makes it really, really interesting to me in a way that a lot of his early lyrics aren't. Um, and it has a cool Nas sample who's kind of breaking down it from like firsthand experience. And I know he's like rapping from the perspective of Sam, I think it is, uh, the mm-hmm. character. But I don't the, know. It's just The story but, is so messy. This yeah, is, you can't figure yeah. it out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, forty eight's my pick. I just it's something I, I genuinely enjoy listening to, which is I can't say that a lot about a lot of his early stuff. Cool. All right, all right, cool. Um, all right, so probably not the. I don't know. That's probably not a popular pick. Right? No, that's like I like that song. It, like I did okay. consider that personally, but I remember okay. when I. I'm just trying to like honor 2013 Cam when I like right. okay yeah. when that yeah, when yeah, yeah. that version of me. 48 wasn't the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but that now I do like that song. Yeah. Um, there were a couple options that I had for this one. Uh, in the end, I'm going to go with the one. W- Wolf came out in 2013. I was like listening to it all the time, trying to piece together the story, trying to do this. And I was trying to like share it with friends or trying to share with people I cared about. Like, look, guys, Ty- Tyler's, he's deep. He, he has emotion. He, <laughs> right. This is real. This is real music. You should listen. That was that was me. Yeah. Uh, and the song that I shared the most to try to prove this is the one I'm going to pick. It's Answer. Answer is a beautiful song, I think. Yeah. I yeah. love the simplicity of the beat. I really like the lyrical content. I return yeah. to it often. Like, I still listen to this song. I love it. Again, it was the one I would try to sh- send people. I was like, oh my God, guys, hear this song. Listen to what he's talking about. <laughs> this is so real. Um, but like Ty- Tyler was pretty honest on it, I thought. Um, yeah. I also thought it was interesting looking back at it and reflecting on like Igor because in one verse he's talking about his dad leaving him and then in another he's talking about a girl. Like the abandonment connection, right. Tyler is, I'm pretty sure Tyler's like he's aware of it. And he's showing it and he's using this connection. We talked about that um, a lot with Igor. Also, the way he says that last verse was about this girl and then chuckles is just like a sound bite in my head that has never left. Hmm. Like when songs are about the, a girl, like I always think of Tyler saying, oh, that last verse was about this girl. 
last verses about this girl. <laughs> Something about that hit me at the right moment where that's kind mm. of just a thing that like a sound it's a sound bite. It's a thing that I'm always like aware of or I remember. So how come? Like I, I don't like there's just because like he's analyzing his song because I was trying to analyze the song. Mm-hmm. What is this about? And he's pointing it out. So it makes you think about it more. And it like, it just, yeah, it just right. stuck with me. Okay. Um, other song, I, I'm going to honorable mention for Wolf. Okay, look, this yeah. is important. Rusty, which has okay. a great performance yeah. on Letterman. Awkward, which was very similar to Answer. And then Tree Home 95, which is Erica Badu right. on Wolf. All right. Yeah. It's a great album. I love it. Okay, there. That's, that's <laughs> Wolf. Thank you, Cole. Do you have, I mean, yeah, do you have any... You want to talk about it more, the, the album itself? Again. Like 2013 is a crucial year. We're at the 10 year anniversary right. of watching movies, Yeezus, Wolf, and Because right. Internet. Yeah. This is an important year. Yeah. Those, those albums are important. So, right. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. It's going to be fun for a 10 year decade retrospective. Yeah, what are you going to, what are you going to, quick sidebar, are you doing anything for a BTI 10 year? I'm going to, I don't, <laughs> 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 Dude, I guess you don't got, you're breaking you your brain time. is broken don't yeah. don't don't do this there's too many things <laughs> there's too many things would, yeah, it's gonna be interesting if they do anything all right um, that's what i'm wondering about yeah. one thing i will say the last thing i'm gonna say about wolf for me if wolf doesn't happen which makes me interested in an album with a narrative which makes me interested in trying to figure out what this stuff is happening if wolf doesn't happen bci doesn't happen for me right i think them being in that progression was very important personally for me understanding them which is like always like i don't know for some reason it just made me think like that's that's why you try like mm-hmm. wolf's storyline is not yeah it's a little the wolf messy. movie was never finished like tyler obviously understood he had to right. can it right right and it, but he tried and he it's tried. like he had that effect on you personally mm-hmm. it helped shape his next narrative albums and mm-hmm. you know all the stuff that doesn't come after because of this so i don't know it's just it's just a, it's a testament to, to just trying trying and falling short and trying again it's mm-hmm. just like like all of his back catalog it's sure. he, like he said he got he got mm. famous off his rough drafts mm-hmm. and we got to experience the rough drafts with him it's kind of beautiful um as long, as long as you don't hold it against them which is also like something we're learning as a culture um i think collectively it's just like yeah everything's public now we have to we have to allow for some growth, you know. Yeah. Um, so True. well said. All right. Yeah. All right. Next. Here, next round. Yep. Round seven. Is this the penultimate? No. Is it the? Oh, it is the penultimate round. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this is eight. Um, we're on Cherry Bomb. Okay. Great album. Don't you dare. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Cherry Bomb. I'm going with Keep to O's. Okay. All right. All right. This is a very cool song. That in, that brings together the ugly and the beautiful and the ways that he was trying. You've got Pharrell and you've got a great outro. The learn how to fly and find your wings outro. There's an earlier song on the album called Find Your Wings that's very good. Yeah. This kind of, it feels like he was like doing it again. But he's kind of like just using it in a smaller way at the end. I thought it was very effective. Tyler himself, I remember at the time, talked about how he loved the ending of the song. Um, and I think it's cool that his verse is a, is a conceptual verse. It's him talking to his ego. So it's like him 
starting to get money, starting to get these things, pushing himself to like not just talk about those things. And he's like kind of being critical of himself. It, it shows kind of one of the central conflicts of Tyler, which is materialism. Um, and in, in a shifty moment in the, in the, the shiftiness of Cherry Bomb. Right, right, right. Uh, so yeah, that's what I would go with. Keep those. Right, but you gotta, you gotta, you've, you've told me multiple times that you love this album. I so love this gotta, album, You gotta man. talk about, you have to talk about it more. Dude, okay, look, you think Brockhampton happens without this album? No. no. This is, this is a culturally important album because Tyler's failing in many ways, but he's, he, in his reflective state now, he says it's like puberty. Yeah. There are people who have taken the ideas of Cherry Bomb and made them much better. Like the Brockhampton and Gene Dawson, they are so obviously influenced by Cherry Bomb. Cherry Bomb is when Tyler is referencing Tori Moi and Mac DeMarco and Schoolboy Q in the same sentence, right? right? And he's featuring them all in it. Like, they're, everything is kind of like coming, this cultural... Uh, convergence culture, whatever you want to call it, like the way all these things are meshing is happening on Cherry Bomb mm. in a really cool way. Also, visually, it was Tyler. It, this is when I think Tyler graduated as far as visual aesthetic and product aesthetic, like mm. the flame pattern, the different things he was doing, the green hats, like the Cherry Bomb logo itself. I love the character, like the nasty mask and everything. Right. I, I, and so I remember it fondly. And I, and I will not take this slander. <laughs> I didn't say anything. No, I know you want to. <laughs> I, well, see, this is the thing. Like, this is why I don't like to critique albums because it's like, what the fuck do I? Because you just made a really great case for it, and I'll listen to it with new ears after hearing that, you know, mm. and be able to to listen to it, listen to it for different things and in a different lens. And so maybe I'll maybe it'll grow on me one day. Maybe I'll love it one day. Right now, I can't listen to it. It's, I can't, I'm sorry. I'm being the honest. The CD's I'm, in my car, Cole. <laughs> Come on. And it's not that I'd hate it. It's just not, it's just, there's a lot of music to choose from. And this is true. You know, this is not the one that I'm going to choose. So, I hear you. but I'm going to give a shout out for my pick. I'm going to go find your wings. Musically, I think this is a really standout moment on the album. And I think it sets the stage for Flower Boy. I think he's been trying this version of music mm. throughout his early discography, um, letting the instrumental kind of talk. Um, I don't think he comes into that song until way later. Mm. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just Tyler. I'm very attracted to Tyler as a producer, as a ranger, as a musician. It took him a while to synthesize all these influences, but you get these moments of in the early, I mean, the early stuff, it's like you get these brilliant moments of like these two minute stretches or right. even sometimes they'll just be like an instrumental flourish. You're just like, okay, not everyone's can do that. Mm -hmm. And maybe this whole song doesn't work, but it's like, oh, it's just that, that glimmer of, of promise, you know, and, and to see him kind of continue to refine those elements into to these later works is just beautiful. But yeah, for me, find your wings is kind of one of those examples of, you can see him love that he's finally able to do it and that he's growing in that way on the cherry bomb documentary, everything right. you're just talking about, you can see him say that he's doing these things and he's like loving that he's finally able to access more of that part of himself. Right. Um, so the cherry bomb documentary is yeah, fascinating. I think it's right. a nice turning point. 
this is it's a good turning point yeah yeah I'm, it's it's i mean it's and it's all cool from a discography like a historical mm. tyler's story like it all mm. it's all perfect you yeah. know what i mean it's all perfect yeah. um and just to you know if it's not my favorite whatever but you can still yeah appreciate these moments and see how they to led to these other things that you do love so mm-hmm. that's why i would never like come out and say i just hate the album like no gotcha. it's not really how music works in my yeah. mind uh okay so wild card Final pick wild card this is okay this is gonna be what do you i'm got? gonna have to think through this on the fly here because i'm also doing the fly yeah Oof. i think because i wanted to see what you picked i didn't have this set in stone mm-hmm. i'm gonna just go ahead and cut out cherry bomb wolf goblin i think for my list because i don't you know that's not the tyler that i'm in love with i don't think mm-hmm. i'm not going to represent twice on my list with those so and i'm not going to go with another lucy i don't think so because okay. i want to honor i'm an album guy mm-hmm. i'm going to honor his best work which i think is igor igor flower boy um i think igor is the obvious best it's, work it's, yeah it's it's clearly igor I, it is doing it is. this exercise and going back to igor it's like it's all good obviously flower boys has wonderful beautiful moments we did an entire season on it um and same with call me if you get lost but you there is something about igor that is just timeless like mm-hmm. every and and especially in comparison while i was going back and forth through some of these songs and then putting one on igor from igor i'm just like yeah this is just this is it has the, it yeah. it's the magic moment it's mm-hmm. a, you know people artists get these these moments in their career sometimes just once i think tyler's had a, a few of them but in terms of an album from this start to finish one, right having a, being magic it's fucking igor clearly mm-hmm. um so i'm gonna so i convinced myself just then to, to pick another song off igor so the ones on my short list were igor's theme running out of time and gone gone thank you so what i love about tyler i think is expressed in igor's theme so i'm gonna go mm. as my final eighth pick is Igor's theme. Damn you. So <laughs> that was my Okay, great. Okay, go, Perfect. go, go, yeah. Yeah. That's it's, it. Yeah. It's instrumental mostly. It has a hook, obviously. But that's the, the main portions of the song are instrumental. I think mm-hmm. that is just great as a producer should flexing his chops super dynamic song mm-hmm. kind of tells a story in its own music just in its music Musically, yeah it's it's the thing where i'm like it's it's the type of the song that i listen to there's a few of these but like oh yeah tyler's gonna orchestrate he's gonna do film music mm-hmm. like he's mm-hmm. gonna like what it might be in 10 years might be in 20 like he's gonna do it like it's mm-hmm. it's so clearly in him to do that like maybe he needs more training or whatever but like the instincts are c- so clearly there uh, that if he ever wanted to do it, he definitely has the means to. Uh, he has has the the kind of just an intuitive knack musically that you need to 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 make instrumental music work. So I love that about it. I love that it sets up the whole beautiful and ugly thing. It has the synth, which is like Igor's instrument. We talked a lot about that this season, but just a just a that, just the opening is so iconic, and it's just mm-hmm. one note. It's just like so perfect. Um, it has I mean from a nerdy kind of analytical as- aspect it's like it has all the foreshadowing of the entire story 
like it just it's like an opening scene from a movie that just sets everything up perfectly it foreshadows it and then it's obviously the the con- looping connection like it just has so many it's things perfect. going for it it is it's yeah, like exactly it's the such character a character con- building yeah igor scream sonic yeah. character yeah, like to make Igor, like to uh, to introduce you to this album in such a powerful way that you immediately are immersed, that you are so dragged in by opening moments. It's like that's everybody's trying to do this all the time to to engage you. Right. This is one of the most engaging pieces of work. Right. This is it's special that way. Yeah. All right, I'm going Igor's theme. Well, well done. Good job. Uh, I'll cross it off. <laughs> um, okay, so then. All right, so that that was the only other one I wanted to pick off an album. So I'm going to go with another Lucy oh, okay. because I think we do need to recognize a f- more fun part of Tyler as well. Yeah, and I am going to go with the one I tweeted. Uh, what the right now featuring ASAP Rocky. They ain't ready for Tyler with the green hat. They ain't ready for the wang sack, niggas. Fuck is niggas talking about, nigga? We gonna die, legend. Look, this is a. It seemed like it was like a studio Lucy that they just put together right after Life of Pablo dropped. Yeah. This thing was awesome. Like when it dropped, this was awesome. Yeah, I remember. It was so sick. These bars have are another version of Tyler that just like sticks in my head. Like pant the the pants being high waters like Katrina and like you're wearing Vans and Supreme this season. Oh, I'm the reason. (laughs) Tyler, I think he recognizes this in like the Apple interview with with Zane. He is one of the most important, like cultural, like just style people. Just like yeah. so much of culture that I know runs through Tyler as a tastemaker or Tyler as like an icon of whatever he's going to do next. There's a reason everybody just copies what he wears all the time. There's a reason I'm wearing a stupid wig on my, <laughs> on my head right now. Right? Okay. Like, and so I think this song showcases his style. Like he's like fully like in it and he's like, look at what I do. Look at what I wear. This is impactful. And then also just his friendship with Rocky is really cool. And yeah. like them in the studio this way like this was a a, kind of a rare moment because it's 2016 so it's before flower boy uh after cherry bomb but this shows that like like this kind of was a moment where it's like okay he's gonna be good cherry bomb is is not gonna like if that failed quote unquote it's not over right so has bars so i can still do this yeah right um so I, i love that moment so that's what i'd like to i'd like to pick yeah when i heard the song on pablo um what is it called on pablo Freestyle, freestyle four, yeah, yeah, freestyle four. It's a gold frap sample. I don't know if you know mm. gold frap, but mm-hmm. gold frap is a, I guess a two thousands era. What would we call them? Like electro pop. Okay, I guess I would maybe describe them as like kind of in the vein of Bjork, Portishead, but mm. a little bit more Las Vegas sounding. If that makes sense, and not in a bad way. Las- okay, <laughs> no, just like in a like. <laughs> more glitzy glam version okay. of like still cool, still a little bit dark at times, mm-hmm. uh, but really talented uh, in, you know, instrumentals, beautiful singer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was a fan of fan of them before Pablo. Like I was obsessed yeah, with them okay. for a little while. And so that's mm-hmm. a sample of a, one of my favorite Goldfrap songs. So when I heard it, I was like, oh shit, they sampled that song. And then when the beat comes in, I was like, whoa, they did this with it. So like, I have just like great memories of Freestyle 4. And then to hear Tyler, of course Tyler's going to be attracted to yes. that beat. Oh, that makes a lot so, of sense. Oh, It's the beautiful, it ugly, like mm. the chaos. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's so Tyler. And so True. when I and then when I saw it first with the video, mm-hmm. 
on YouTube, which is just kind of like, if people haven't seen Ooh, it, it's like, there, they're right? just like in the studio. Sounds like someone it's just grabbed great, the camera. It's a great video. And they're just fucking around. It's got the dirt um, bike in the studio. It's got yeah. the green hat. Oh, it's crazy. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just a cool moment. And yeah, it's one I forgot about until this exercise when I was like, oh, I remember the, yeah. that one. And then I went back to it and, and I watched the whole video again. So Jasper good. and Taco are mm-hmm. going crazy in the background. And um, I think they, don't they show ASAP doing his like, ad libs and stuff mm-hmm. like recording the ad libs are live. so good yeah let's just be real the energy is insane it's yeah. so great yeah 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 so it's cool to see because we don't get like the tyler goofball moments too much anymore right so to see him comfortable enough to like do it's that nice. it's nice to it's look nice. back at like a refined yeah beef. there's no <laughs> really? like i'm not like cringing at any of the bars i don't think right, right. i don't know remember right. <laughs> but you know yeah like, this yeah, was yeah. this was as yeah. good as it got Right. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. that way. It's cool. All right, so let's recap what we chose. I'm going to just go through my list just real quick. Then Cam, you'll do the same. Cool. All right, my list is Garden Shed, New Magic One, Massa, Okra, Yonkers, 48, Find Your Wings, and Igor's Theme. Good one. Uh, it's a good one, but it's not as good as mine. Cool. <laughs> cool. I, over here, I got uh, 911, Mr. Lonely, Earthquake, What's Your Name, the Funk Flex Freestyle from 2019, She featuring Frank Ocean, Answer, Keep the O's, and What the Right Now featuring ASAP Rocky. Is that the official title? It's What the Right Now. It doesn't have the feature because he was just at, I don't know, they were just goofing around. And it's on like the <laughs> Odd Future YouTube page. It's not even on Tyler's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, yeah, I'm looking at your list versus mine. And mine is so much better. So much, it's so much cool. <laughs> I'm gonna just give you the the funk flex pick is come on, come on. There it kind of makes it kind of makes the list to be honest. Gotta be thinking. Yeah, gotta, there is gotta, both are good lists. I mean, I are, have, I've got Earth. I've got sorry. I've got, got new magic one and new magic one. You have the one. Yeah. Yeah, and Igor's theme. I don't know. This is true. Pretty good. And Yonkers. Oh, you have Yonkers. Oh, Yonkers, <laughs> Yonkers. I'm sick and tired of talking about Yonkers. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, good. No, that's very good. No, this is fun. He has, I think he has some good songs. Tyler made yeah. some good music, man. He's yeah, was, and he's just getting. I feel like he's just getting started too, dude. Uh, and he still seems hungry, which is that's I, nice. I love because it's so easy to get jaded, and mm-hmm. you see it all the time with artists. I think like Kendrick kind of went through this in those past five years, and Tyler just seems excited still. Um, and he's getting better and he knows he's getting better mm. and he's more and more confident. Like yeah. he's always been confident, but you can just tell he's hit a new level of just, he knows he can do it. He knows he can do whatever he wants. You know, it's important as like hip hop ages. And as the artist age, Tyler's like right after the first artist who really got to age. Yeah. Like he's able yep. to do it better. Yeah. And we're yeah. about to see that. Oh, right. Oh, it's going to be cool. I'm so excited. Yeah. I, well, do you think he's going to do, so most fans know he does an album drop every summer, every two years. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think he's going to do it this year? I hope not. I hope <laughs> that, as, as weird as that might sound, I hope he does not. I hope we get an album that takes more than two years, that has a little bit more built. I would like it. I also yeah. think we're about to get Frank Ocean, so like we don't need anybody else. We're good. Twenty twenty three. We're good. Everybody, else, stop. Everybody else, stop. <laughs> Wait. Leave it for later. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually yeah. with you. I. I don't. 
Obviously, he can do whatever he wants, and whatever mm-hmm. if he does, it's probably going to be good. But yeah. give me the three, give me the three-year mm-hmm. Tyler album. Maybe mm-hmm. the four-year. Four years hard. Three years, I think, might be perfect. Because um, I just oh. yeah, build, build, build a just little imagine. bit more. Yeah, the more worlds. Yeah, more video. Ooh, please. Yeah, that would be. Really I think nice. he, and I think he's kind of. I think he deserves the time. You know? <laughs> yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe the schedule thing is good for his just productivity and stuff, and he doesn't want to like ruin True. that. I, everyone, he seems very regimented in his routines and getting up early mm-hmm. and working up. You know what I mean? So True. maybe it's just a big part of who he is. But I don't know. I feel like he. It feels like the time's right to break that. If he's going to break it, I feel like I don't think people would be mad. I think Mm-mm. he's at the point where he can give himself some freedom if he if he wants. Obviously, you know. True. Um, yeah, I just. You know, we did two seasons on him. Um, and I just, for the biggest reason being, I just love following who he's become. And I really mm-hmm. wanted to honor what I think is a generational album in the Igor. I think, mm-hmm. you know, I don't have any, I don't really have any regrets with Dissect, but I think maybe Flower Boy might have just been too early. Mm-hmm. Um, like part of me picking Flower Boy was like, without because i hadn't heard Igor before you know right right and when i heard flower boys like he's he's one he's he's the guy like it it cemented it and i wanted to be kind of early on that Mm -hmm. like no this is good like this is important and it's good it's he's gonna be here for a while and i wanted to because cherry bond was so controversial right and his i don't know his future was kind of in question not in question but like could could he be sustain the kind of cultural, you know, influence mm-hmm. or prominence that he, he he had with the start? And I think Cherubon was. It seems like even for him was kind of this like crossroads moment of like, oh, I could, this could end, you know, mm-hmm. possibly. And to come back with Flower Boy and the promise that it showed and the diversity and stuff and all everything about that album, I was just like, oh. But then Igor is just like, oh, I cannot not do Igor. It's the one. It's the generational one. It's the generational it's, one. It's the dorm poster. It's yeah, the right. like thing that's in the record store 50 years from now that like yeah. everybody's tired of seeing it. It's the like <laughs> Fleetwood Mac rumors type right. thing. Like yeah. that's what this is, guys. Right. Yeah. This is this is 100 years from now. Yeah. They're like, "Oh, that's still se- that's, still selling in the vinyl." That's it. My that's my dollars one. will probably end up having it on vinyl one day. Yeah. Like, yeah. Dad, have you heard this album, Igor? Have you heard of Igor? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do think it's going to be one of those albums. It is, yeah. All right, well, um, Cam, thanks for another great season. Thank you, uh, cool. It's a pleasure, as always, to work with you. Um, we are now going to transition into the remainder of the listener submissions. I already thanked everyone in the last episode, so I'll keep it brief here. But, of course, thank you, everyone that's been listening. Um we got some really exciting stuff coming this year. So hopefully you stay on board. And um, yeah, thanks for everyone taking the time to uh, submit these really beautiful and thoughtful uh, listener submissions. So we're going to transition to those to close out the season. Yeah, everyone uh, have a beautiful year.
Hi Cole, I'm Yatam from Israel. First, I really want to thank you for once again making an incredible season of Dissect. My biggest takeaway from this season, and from my dozens of lessons of Igor, is the power of moments. In the album, there are many many brief and special moments which are, on their own are not much, but together they end up making Igor a much better and unique album experience. My favorite example of a moment is probably on the final track, when the song almost slows down to a halt, but then returns in a beautiful way, just adding to Tyler's musical genius. Hi, my name is Jack and I'm from Colorado Springs, Colorado. Igor was not my first of Tyler's albums, but having listened to him for several years and after hearing Flower Boy, I was excited for Igor. Just the story that he told and all of its sounds attracted me instantly. I was hooked and made me want to dive much deeper into music. I'd have it on repeat constantly trying to hear every single detail Tyler orchestrated together and just couldn't get enough and became a huge fan instantly. Thanks Cole and Cam for what you guys do and helping me learn more about my favorite music. Hey, this is Emiliano Luna from Miami. So Igor has been my favorite album for a good while now, but after listening to it for so many times, it got difficult to try to pinpoint why it was that I enjoyed it so much. But when I found out season 10 of Dicycle was going to be Igor, I was legitimately flipping out. But what surprised me the most was the new life each episode of the season brought to the album. And after listening to the whole season, I've gained a completely new appreciation for the album through its themes, Tyler's vulnerability, and pure artistry and his attention to detail, which is why I connect so well to this album. So thank you guys. Hi Cole, my name is Cohen and I'm from the Netherlands. Listening to Igor and hearing you examine it has been a great help to me. After going through a breakup, I found it really hard to disconnect myself mentally from my now ex-partner. And I have felt that listening to Tyler's experience and hearing him go through a similar situation has really helped me figure out how to deal with it. Thank you for making this season and uh, making this album even better to listen to. Love the show. Hi, my name is Andrea. I'm 18 and I'm from Italy. Igor is my favorite album of all time, and I think that after all these analysis, the most important lesson I've learned is the acceptance of our limits. Even if we feel invincible, sometimes our will and our energy are not enough to make things as we want it to be. This wasted potential sucks, but we can only try to move on, giving it everything that we can, even if it's always an obstacle. Thank you for this beautiful season. Hey Cole, this is Declan calling you from Dublin in Ireland, where this season really clicked for me and brought it to the next level, was listening to Puppet and thinking about how Tyler has created something which feels so real and so natural, despite being so deliberate and meticulously crafted. And it hit me that that is what a puppet is. A puppet looks real, but is a deliberate, crafted piece of artistry. And that is the opposite of what an Igor is. An Igor is an attempt to make a puppet that fails. Hey Cole, this is Everett from Chicago. Tyler's 2019 album, Igor, perfectly preserved my first listening. This album and the summer of 2019 will always be intertwined. As I've grown and matured, the themes and messages of Igor only echo in my love life. From one relationship to the next, I always related to a track on Igor as if I could assign each previous partner of mine with a song on Igor. Keep doing what you're doing, Cole. Thank you so much. Hi, so my main takeaway would definitely be the storytelling. In particular, the part in the middle of the album, that duality of not only running away from his fears of abandonment and insecurity, but also he's running, he's chasing this person who won't be straight with him, probably isn't the best for him, but he still 
chasing him because of the illusion of that's what he wants and that's what's best. And I think we all can relate to that in some way. So that is definitely my main takeaway. My name is Sharon. I'm from the UK and there is so much to love about Igor, but I really like to hear Tyler experiment with his vocals, especially because he's expressed that he doesn't like his singing voice many times. I think it shows how much he's matured as an artist to get over the mindset that he can't sing. Because to me, the voice is the best instrument to portray any kind of emotion. And we get to hear the desperation and the anger directly from Tyler. It just feels very raw and real. And it's one of many reasons why this is my favorite project from him. My name is David and I am from Tulsa. My takeaway from Igor was the album is multidimensional. I remember being at Camp Flogna 2019 and seeing Tyler pause for three minutes, then scream. That was quite the sound, and the album has great transitions. Hello, I'm Luke from England. Uh, usually, if I was to feel away about someone, if it wasn't going the, the best, I usually just distract myself uh, to hide, to sort of mask the pain from myself. But this time, Igor has fully helped me to just swim in and feel everything. And I felt so much hurt, but I felt so much love for this person ever. So he's so happy I did. And this is how I'm doing. So thank you. Hi, this is Eric from Lawrence, Kansas. My biggest takeaway from this season of Dissect is how Tyler fully embraces who he is as a person in everything he does, most notably in his music. Throughout Igor, Tyler realizes that it is more important to be comfortable with who you are as a person than it is to be loved by another. In the end, we just have ourselves. You can love someone else all you want, but if you do not love yourself, you can never truly be happy. Thank you, Cole, for another great season of Dissect, and I cannot wait for the next one. My name is Bob, and I'm from Albion, Illinois. Whenever I listen to Igor for the first time, it's definitely a memory that I'm not ever going to forget. I was lying in bed with my eyes shut, and I literally felt like I was sinking into my bed as the sound of the synths hit my ears. Igor and Dissect Season 10 really made me realize how much depth there is in music and how to truly appreciate it for what it is. The track that probably stands out to me the most is Gone Gone Thank You because it taught me to be thankful for past experiences and relationships. And in my opinion, Igor is definitely its own genre of music. My name is Evan and I'm from London. My biggest takeaway from Igor is to live life as it goes. Not every day is the same. We make relationships and we lose relationships. It sounds corny. But Igor has taught me that I really do need to live life in the moment and cherish my relationships because anything could happen. Recently, one of my best friends dumped me and Igor has gotten me past the fact and made me realize it's just bad timing. I can always go back to this album and every time it takes me on a journey and I end up feeling better on the other side. This is Matt from Teller, California and this season's Dissect has been absolutely on par with every other season. It is absolutely fantastic. It taught me that just how complex love is and how diverse it is and how hard to understand it is. It is something universal that everybody can understand. And I just hope everybody gets that happy ending. Thank you, Cole, for such an amazing podcast. And thank you, Tyler, for making an album that everybody can relate to. Hey, I'm Liz Small and I'm from Nashville, Tennessee. 
My biggest takeaway from Tyler's album, Igor, is the intention behind every artistic choice. I listened to the season of Dissect the whole time I was driving home from school in New Orleans, and I was blown away by the variety of sampling and audio layering throughout the album, not to mention the way it paints such a vivid image when listened to from start to finish. This album remains one of my all-time favorites and will forever change the way I go about my creative pursuits. I'm Rory Daly, and I'm from Ireland. The first I ever heard of Tyler was during summer, when my friend and I stopped for a break during our cycle around the countryside. I opened up my phone and I remember one of the first posts on my feed being an edit of some guy floating over a house while Carrie's verse on Earthquake was playing. It didn't take long for me to be sucked into the Tyler the Creator rabbit hole. I had so much fun discovering new things about Tyler from Odd Future to Lawyer Squad and to Igor. The theme of searching for confirmation and wanting something that you can't have but so desperately want opened my eyes up and helped me realise so much about myself and about Tyler. It's my favourite album and I can't put into words how much it means to me. Hi, my name's Gavin and I'm from Virginia. Since the release of Igor, this album has meant everything to me, musically, lyrically, and the world created around it. Before the release of the album, Tyler said that I believe the first listen works best all the way through. No skips, front to back, no distractions either. I stayed up to 12am waiting for the release of the album and I did exactly that. During that time, I was in a toxic relationship, and when I listened to the song Puppet, I couldn't help but cry. I related to the narrative of the song and felt just like the title. So I cut the strings, and now I'm free. My name is Alex from Chicago, Illinois. I love Igor. I have it on vinyl. I got to see Tyler live and perform some of the songs. I love the time motif that you guys kept focusing on and breaking down. It is a perfect travel album. It is the perfect love album. And the whole album is my November because it came to me at the start of a relationship. And when that relationship was finished, it was there and made even more sense. My ultimate favorite takeaway is that if you leave the album on repeat, it resolves itself. Hi, Dissect. My name's Matt. I'm from Arkansas. Uh, I love Igor. I love how many instruments work together to create such a cohesive sound. And I love the way that this is a real exploration of the gray areas of love. I've got a lot to say, but only 30 or so seconds to say it. So... Yeah, you can uh, slow that down if you want to get my take on it. But thank you so much to Cole, Kevin, Andrew, and Bureaucratic for making another wonderful season of this show, and I can't wait to see what's next. Hi, I am Shamad. I'm from the Cape Verdean Islands. And every time I get an opportunity to listen to Igor, I am the happiest I'll ever be. I feel happy, sad, angry, jealous. All the emotions that Tyler put into this album, trust me, I am feeling them. But I am also so excited that we now have a full season of Dissect for this album. For the longest time, I've only listened to the one hour long during Flower Boy era. And now that we have this, it couldn't be the most perfect perfect thing. Thank you so much for another great season. This album is perfect. Hey, my name is Jossie. I'm from San Diego. And I love Igor because it really opened the door to good music for me. Like before I heard Igor, I wasn't really listening to a lot of good stuff. Um, and yeah, it just opened the door for me. Uh, I don't personally uh, empathize with everything he's going through on the album, but it's still, you know, the goat for me. It's my favorite Tyler album. I think it's the best period. All right, bye. Hey, this is David from Camino Island, Washington. I just wanted to say that I really appreciated um, some of the musical breakdowns in this season of Dissect. Um, I personally 
am a musician. I work a lot with synths and things. And I remember that when this album came out, it was kind of around the time I was getting into that as a hobby. So hearing your guys' musical breakdowns and some of that was interesting because I remember this album was a big inspiration for me when I was getting into music. So thank you. My name is Gio from Miami. My takeaway is just the, the pure anguish he has, man. He's in love and he needs them, but he can't have them. He learns th- that there's nothing he can do. No way to make them want you. And in the end, he asks the question everyone that's been rejected says, are we still friends? And he gets hope again for something that can never be. And that shit hurts. Hey, I'm Chris, and I'm from Dallas, Texas. I've always gravitated towards Tyler, especially from Flower Boy on, because of the way he blends multiple genres together, and Igor is his masterclass of this. He told a compelling story of a homosexual man in a love triangle using many genres and styles to the point where you can't even call it a rap album. I already love this album, but after listening to this season of Dissect, I noticed many things about the story and musicality of the album that I hadn't considered before. So thank you, Cole. I love the work you do. This is Chris from New York, and my biggest takeaway is that Igor is the perfect combination of Flower Boy's raw lyricism and Call Me If You Get Lost's unreal production. And this pod helped me realize that. Hi, I'm Lyndon from Toronto, and I would say one of my favorite things about Igor is the travel motif and how Tyler like changes his feelings, he changes his like views towards love interest, and he changes his outlook on light throughout the album. One thing I can really respect about Tyler, the creator, is Igor, is that he is truthfully honest about how he's feeling about his feelings and his relationship with his crush. And honestly, um, I feel like a lot of people can relate with a lot of the feelings that he's feeling, especially when it comes to just love not being reciprocated. And just in that general honesty, it's, it's very rare to find nowadays. So honestly, all I have to say is I truthfully respect Tyler for being honest, and I just really appreciate his art. Thank you, Cole. Hey, Cole, this is Griffin from Alberta, Canada. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Igor came out when I was backpacking Europe, and I was in, actually in London for his failed pop-up show. We couldn't get in, and when it was canceled, we ended up partying in the streets listening to the album. I was going through a breakup at the time, and the album really helped me through it. Although I don't relate to all of the themes, at the time it felt like the album was just for me. So it will always have a special place in my heart, and it stays in my rotation year after year. It was great to experience it with the dissect treatment. Thanks, Cole. Hi, my name is Christian. I'm from Phoenix, Arizona. Something that struck out to me the most in this album is that Tyler has done everything in his power to make this relationship work to the point where he had lost himself. By the last act of the story, it seems that he accepted the fact that they were moving through life at different paces, but here he is pleading to remain friends. He's looking for a tiny bit of hope to keep this person in their life and hopefully someday be together. Tyler is choosing any form of relationship with this person over himself. It just reminds you how intoxicating love can be. Hi, my name is Harper, and I'm from Jacksonville, Florida. I think my biggest takeaway from Igor is like the art of subtle storytelling. It feels like every song is like an episode if you look at it a certain way, and it's like watching your favorite episode when you listen to a single song. But you can also just listen to it for like the fuck of it, you know? It's it's beautiful in the way that it's done, and I think... Uh, yeah, it's just fucking great. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what to say. My name is Ari, and I'm from Kansas City. In 2019, shortly after Eager's release, 
I found Tyler's music. Since then, we've listened to every song, memorized almost every lyric, and I'm obsessed with every album. He's influenced the way I dress, the music I listen to. I don't know where I'd be without Tyler the Creator's music. This is Jake from Chicago. My biggest takeaway from Igor is love can be perceived as many things by many people. Complicated, necessary, the devil, more than just a game for two. It can have no edges and it can surround you in a cloud of bliss. And in Igor's case, it's an endless loop from which there is no escape, especially with this guy he's been chasing all record. Exactly what he runs from, he ends up chasing. And the cycle continues. Thank you, Cole and Camden, for another great season. Hi, my name is Max, um, and I'm from Sweden. Uh, I just wanted to say that you guys did such a good job of um, using complex music theory and kind of simplifying it for, for someone who you know would normally be intimidated by that kind of thing. Um, and also how you emphasize the importance of analyzing music in order to understand certain themes and to always go beyond. And it just made me appreciate Tyler the Creator a lot more. So thank you for that. My name is Steve, and in November of 2018, I broke up with my girlfriend of a year. I handled it pretty well until May of 2019, when Igor came out and everything came loose. To this day, as much as I yearn for another relationship, I fear the same results. But at the same time, Igor has given me a better view of the world and made me a better person. Hey, what's good? My name is Johnny and I'm from Southern California. My biggest takeaway from Igor was the embracing of feelings. To not be afraid to feel your emotions, whether that's falling in love or accepting that it's over. It helped me mature and truly live. Igor is actually my favorite album, which led to Tyler being my favorite artist. And I listened to Igor so much that Spotify recommended season four of Dissect to me. And I've been listening ever since. Hey, this is Daniel from Colombia. So when I first started listening to Igor, I thought it was just okay. Another breakup album, whatever. But after listening to this podcast, I realized it's so much more than that. This album is so intricately produced and conceptualized. It's such a fantastic exploration of love and loss and what that does to you. Not to mention it's one of the most poignant albums about queer relationships ever, released from an artist who, when he started, was using gay slurs in his music. I truly believe this is Tyler's magnum opus and it will stand the test of time. Hello, my name is John, and I'm from Northern California. My biggest takeaway from this season is the Dissect Team's breakdown of all the instrumentals. I think that this is one of the best produced albums of the past five years. It is one of the best produced albums of the 2010s decade. So thanks, Cole and team, for breaking that down for us. Everything is absolutely stunning on this album. So peace out. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Hi, my name is Zeus from Arizona, and Igor is happiness. It's, it embodies everything a good story should. It embodies everything that good music should. It has feeling, has a pivoting point, and it has like a way to captivate, you know, bring you in. It's it's like the first time you have candy. It's amazing. I hope everyone gets to listen to it one day. This is Dallin from Salt Lake City, Utah, and my biggest takeaway from Igor um, in this season of Dissect is how Tyler can put words to such specific emotions and situations. Um, my girlfriend of two years and I just broke up a couple weeks ago, and 
um, the phrases and words that he's able to use on on songs like Gone Gone Thank You are so applicable, even though they're so specific. And I think that's true for a lot of people on a lot of the different songs. I'm Rufus, I'm from London, and I've absolutely loved Dissect Season 10. I've been a fan of Eagle since it dropped, and being able to linger with it for all these weeks on each track individually has been really great to not only fully digest the narrative, but each musical influence, and really being able to listen more consciously when I hear the album. Like, things that I didn't even know, like that travel motif that keeps coming up, or the fact that Solange is all over the record. So thank you very much for this season. I'm Spencer from Los Angeles. Igor arrived at a very important time in my life. On my last day of classes in high school, and not long after I had severed ties with someone who I was in a toxic relationship with, my struggle was similar to Igor's in that I was with someone who was struggling to figure out who they were and ended up being a bad influence on me. Igor and I both learned from and acknowledged our shortcomings and moved on. Revisiting the album's key themes throughout the season, so far removed from my situation, was eye-opening and refreshing. As an aspiring critic of music, I adore this album's attention to detail, down to the subtle choices that tie or Cole called out directly. Thanks again for another great season. Looking forward to the next one. Hi, my name is Jay Hollywood. I'm from New York. I'd say Igor is my favorite album ever. I've listened to it millions of times, but I think something that I really became aware of from this dissect season is how much risk Tyler took on this album. Production-wise, like having the same synth bass on damn near every song, and also some of the decisions he made in terms of music theory, like having the ending of Are We Still Friends tied to the exactly what you run from, you end up chasing idea. It's crazy how he made all these musical decisions uh, really supplement and enhance the narrative of the album. Hi, my name is Nate. I'm from Louisville, Kentucky, and Igor was the first album drop I was ever excited for. I got up the morning of release, listened to the whole thing before school. Then when I got to school, I sat in the back of class, hid my earbuds from the teacher, and listened to the whole thing again, front to back, trying to convince myself that I didn't like boys. Igor and Flower Boy, they were my gateway drugs into music, and they meant everything to me growing up as a closeted bisexual. So thank you, Tyler, for your art. And thank you, Cole, and the whole Dissect team for another incredible season. Easy, I'm Ben Random from West Yorkshire, England. And my biggest takeaway from this series has just been the consistency of mind-blowing information that has just opened up a world to an album that I pretty much listened to every day before. And yet, realizing it even scratched the surface so thank you thank you thank you big love and keep representing and i pray tyler gets to hear this because it deserves that sign off hi this is gabe from sacramento california one thing that really stood out to me from igor was how leaving the messiness in art makes it more interesting and this is a really good antidote to perfectionism like how Yeezy's vocals on Puppet add to the story about incompleteness when they themselves are unfinished. Hi, Cole. My name's Alberto, and I'm from Montreal, Canada. What an incredible season of Dissect this has been. For me, Igor is an album that I keep returning to in times of heartache and loss. The overarching theme of timing being such a powerful force in the formation of romantic relationships, I find are captured by Tyler so honestly in the lyrics throughout the album. And I found your reflection on this theme at the end of the Boyfriend Running Out of Time episode so beautifully articulated. My favorite moment of the season by far. Thank you for another wonderful season. All the best to you and the Dissect team. 
Hey Cole, this is Kian from Minneapolis, but living in Denmark. Igor has always been a special album for me since it came out while I was going through a serious breakup in my life. Gone Gone Thank You always stood out to me as such a reflective, heartfelt, sad song, yet so beautiful and upbeat. One I felt I could really relate to, albeit in a different way. Now this season of Dissect has happened to coincide with a new relationship in my life, and now I'm reflecting on this life cycle of relationships from a new perspective. After all, exactly what you run from, you end up chasing. Hey, this is David from Minnesota. I'm going to be honest, when I first heard Igor, I thought it was trash. The harsh ugliness of some of the songs made it hard for me to enjoy it. And that being said, through Cole's analysis, I've been able to see the beauty of the album, and now I cannot stop listening to it. Thank you, Cole, for helping me understand this album and so many more with your excellent work on Dissect. Hi, I'm VJ from Leicester, England, and my biggest takeaway from Igor is that things don't always work out the way you want them to or the way you thought they would, but sometimes maybe that's how it should be. Uh, during the course of this season, I went through a breakup, and I just want to say the ending of the Running Out Time episode was beautiful. Uh, it did bring a tear to my eye. Just want to thank Cam and Cole for the writing, and I can't wait for the next season. Hi, my name is Shanira, and what I took away from this season of Dissect was definitely how to look at a more expansive view of Tyler's like breakup album, because... When Tyler creates anything, it's obviously going to have the standard storytelling and the artistry, but definitely with Cole's dissection of it, like he does with every season, it kind of expands it. It's like, this lets you see from this point of view, and this beat or this type of chords in a piano kind of gives you new ground to kind of explore in this type of storytelling that we got from Igor. My name is Erica. I'm from Tacoma, Washington. I just wanted to say that Igor is a beautiful story narrating Tyler's experience falling in and out of love. The driving motif is especially impactful knowing it was also a motif in Flower Boy. Tyler uses driving as a concept on two albums to explore his queer identity, illustrating his journey of self-acceptance, self-love, romantic love, and personal liberation. Hey Cole and the SEC team, I'm Matt from Charlotte, North Carolina. When Igor was first released, I was initially disappointed with how different it was from Tyler's past projects. But after a few years of growth, I decided to listen to it again during a time where I was having issues in my relationship. I had felt enlightened and understood by the struggles that Tyler goes through on the album, and it gave me a comfort that nothing else had provided at such a difficult time. My takeaway was that I should live my truth. At the time, I was changing my personality to my surroundings, not sure who I was and what I wanted to live for. But Tyler's sounds and story helped me realize that you should live for yourself and do what you love, because then you can find peace. Hey Cole, it's Xavier from New Jersey, and if Igor taught me anything, it's that getting your heart broken is a terrible feeling, but if it ever happens to me again, listening to this album is how I'll bounce back from it. Igor is like Flower Boy, but on steroids, and I love every second of it. This album is just so cohesive that it raised the bar for every project I heard after it. Tyler is just so good at building worlds and securing his sound that Igor's theme just puts me in a trance that has me looping it. But at some point, you come to your senses. Thanks for an awesome season. Hello, my name is Brandon from Southern California. While Igor was already my favorite album when it came to just the sound of the music, being shown this very show by a friend like that has helped my appreciation for this album only go up. It's just dissecting each and every sound and lyric to decipher this message and meaning to this very powerful album. 
I'm only thankful that I got the opportunity to listen to this amazing show and break down Igor to its very core. Hello to everybody at Dissect. My name is Monica, and I'm originally from Tacoma, Washington. Being such a huge fan of this podcast, my biggest takeaway from the season's review of Igor was understanding Tyler's willingness to embrace manifest dualities throughout the album's journey. I was most fascinated in particular with embracing both your beauty and ugliness as exemplified through the sound and production process. And oh, my absolute favorite track on the album is I Think. My name is Adam, and I live in Salt Lake City. One of the most profound things I took away from Igor this season was the idea of time and how relationships sometimes cannot happen due to timing. Falling in love takes the right amount of timing and luck. Even if it doesn't work out, we can learn from it and be grateful to have been able to fall in love and experience those emotions and use those experiences to help us in future romantic partnerships. Thanks for a great season, Cole.